the introduction of any foreign language it comes from the request comes from embassies already we've got 15 other non-official languages embassies will op- approach the department and so did the Chinese embassy approach the department to say they would love to have Mandarin as one of the non-official languages in our curriculum and so we applied because they had to go through the process of applying and making sure that uh, things like uh, versioning of the curriculum because we give them our curriculum they've got to version it and to make sure that they are responsible for versioning it and also that they'll be responsible for making sure that uh, teachers that will be teaching Mandarin come from China so all embassies do that that will be the department they do their own versioning the department is not involved when you say the teachers come from China does this mean a Chinese teachers will be brought into South Africa to actually teach in the various schools what is going to happen is that uh, they'll be sending about 100 volunteers but also train our own teachers who are interested in teaching Mandarin and already Sakina there are some schools that are already offering Mandarin as an optional subject but remember it is an optional subject it's not compulsory this is done after school where those schools that are interested in making sure that their learners are global citizens offer the, uh, Mandarin as a subject. Uh, many people have been outraged by this decision to introduce uh, Mandarin in our schools and uh, some have even said that it's tantamount to a new form of uh, colonization. What's your response to that as the Department of Basic Education? I don't think so. I mean as I say Mandarin is the 16th, you know 16th non-official language. We've got German, we've got French that is taught in our schools and they're not colonizing at all, but the reality is that for economic reasons, because we're trading with China, our citizens need to know Mandarin so that they get opportunities, because opportunities are there in China, opportunities are here in South Africa, because there are so many companies, Chinese companies, that are doing trade with us in South Africa, so it would be wise as a country to make sure that our citizens get an opportunity to make sure that they work in these companies. And will this be at all schools? Because if one thinks about, you know, uh, the language policies in many schools, when you talk about French, German, and what other languages, the 15 prior to Mandarin, generally these languages are offered in more affluent schools. They are not offered in the poorer schools. So how is Mandarin going to work? Will it be available universally? No, it won't be available universally. Schools will have to say they need to you know, teach Mandarin and they apply to the provincial department and the provincial government will then make sure that, the, you know, the necessary equipments are offered, textbooks, make sure that there are teachers who teach this language. But, Sakina, I want to emphasize, it is optional. You know, it's not compulsory. With regard to the training of the teachers, uh, as I understand, the Chinese government will be footing that bill? Yes, they will be footing that bill, Sakina. And have you engaged teachers, broadly speaking, to, to get their views on this matter? You know, Sakina, like, you know, like all other non-official languages, it is the 16th and was gazetted. You know, we gazette the, 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 the language so that everybody can be offered with what is being offered. And teachers or schools where there are teachers that want to teach Mandarin will say, will lift their hands and say, we want to teach Mandarin. And of course, we offer the necessary training and the necessary support like all non-official languages.